Hello and welcome everyone to the Cinema Leak Podcast. There is going to be spoilers in this episode for the fifth installment of the Indiana Jones franchise. So if you don't want to hear about this movie, click away now. All right. So whoever is still here and wants to hear about the Indiana Jones movie, welcome. Welcome. I am so happy that you are here and that you decided to stay and listen to me talk about this movie because I got to say, this is better than the last movie that we got with Shia LaBeouf. It was, uh, that was a very interesting movie and a very interesting plot for the movie and I really didn't like it. I really didn't and I, you know, it's, I mean... Let's just say this. I liked it, but I didn't love it. I mean, and I'm sure there's a lot of other people that could say that too. They love it. They hate it. They like it. They don't like it. But, you know, when it comes to it, it's it's not about the movie. Well, I mean, it is about the movie, but it's about the audience. It's about what the audience wants and what the audience likes. And I am going to say that I did not like it much. But, no, I I loved this fifth installment. And I'm going to say that is the, that is the fourth movie. Um, because it should have been the fourth movie. It is a really good way to send off Indy. Um... If you guys don't know, and if you guys haven't seen this movie, this movie takes place during the space launch with Neil Armstrong, every everyone else like that, um, that's going up to the moon. So Indy feels old, and he doesn't feel like he's going on his adventures anymore. He is planning on retiring from school, and well, because he's a teacher or an archaeologist, and he wants to retire or he doesn't want to he you know he feels lost he you know he's not the same you know buff you know the the guy that every girl in his classroom pines over you know writing i love you on you know the eyelids and everything like that and you know he's not he's not the same guy he's this he's the guy that you know you talk to if you want to you you want to fall asleep you know during class or doing during you know anything like that but this movie puts into perspective of i can't believe i'm saying this but time travel and i never thought that you know you know a time travel movie is good okay and i got to say for what they did they did really, really well. They they played it off really well. They um they did de aging for Harrison Ford. It's not about like the time travel. It's basically just a flashback. Um, but they de aged Harrison Ford. They used archive footage from the old Indiana Jones Indiana Jones movies and from the Star Wars movies. So I thought that was pretty cool and they did really really well on the on that de-aging. He doesn't it doesn't look fake. It doesn't look, you know, it doesn't look like there's you know a guy just sitting there and then it doesn't hell. 
How about this? It doesn't look like Henry Cavill's mustache during the Josh Whedon's um, Justice League cut. There you go. There you go. That's that's one that you can look forward to. Um, but no, it doesn't look like that. It actually looks good, which I enjoyed because that's a good way to get on the audience's good side. And I got to tell you, when I went to go see this movie, I saw this movie in IMAX and uh, there wasn't many people. I was sitting alone in the crowd for a good majority of the time before the movie started. I didn't think I, I didn't think anybody else was walking in. And then, you know, a few minutes before the movie started, and I got to tell you, by a few minutes, I mean like two or three mo- minutes before the movie started. And this was after all the credits and everything like, you know, the previews and everything like that. People started walking in and I'm like, wow, okay, I'm not the only ones here. I'm not I'm not the only one here because all these movies that I am going to be talking about in the future, I have watched all of these on my own, except for Barbie and Oppenheimer, which I'm going to go see with Owen this weekend. And then we will probably have to find time to talk about it. But as of right now, we don't have plans on talking about it, but I definitely have to put something together because we haven't done anything with this podcast in a good month or so. So it's definitely something that we're going to have to think about. But no, with the Indiana Jones movie, I really I really like this movie. Um, It's definitely a better send off to Indy than he was in the last movie, The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull had its ups and downs, but this one, it was in my book, it was all ups. We had the de-aging, we had the story, we had the time travel storyline, which I'm going to be totally honest, it totally works. This movie did time travel right. It was basically like a closed loop almost. That closed loop of this has to happen. And I I loved it. I loved that storyline because it works so well for Indiana Jones. And you really wouldn't think that it would work. You you would think that it would be, you know, kind of like a Fast and Furious sort of thing, you know. In Fast and Furious, you know. 13, they're going to be, you know, fighting Godzilla. And you know what? People are going to be like, what? No, 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 no. This this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. But I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know how it works. But time travel works for Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny. I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know who came up with this idea, but I absolutely love him for it because it works really, really well. And I, I got to give kudos. I got to give kudos to the guy that came up with the storyline of time travel. The only thing that I'm upset about is that we don't get short round. I'm saying it now. I'm upset that we don't get short round in this movie because, you know, we we should have gotten it. We we. It's a loss. It's a loss movie now. 
it, it, because we don't get short around. We got so many of the OGs. We got Marilyn. We got, um, oh man, I forgot the, uh, the guy's name from the last crusade. Um, somebody's going to have to tell me, but, uh, I don't know. We, we got a lot of the originals. We got, uh, Indy, of course we got, uh, we did get mention of Indy's son, but he died in the war. Um, and then we got Marilyn and then we have a new character. Um, he played Artem Zola in the MCU. I forgot what his name is. Uh, he wasn't really in the movie for that long. But his granddaughter is in the movie and he she's kind of like the second she's the secondary main character for this movie. And she she did really well. Um, surprisingly, I, you know, bringing on a new actor this late into the game, you kind of have to you're put on and you're you got a weight put on you Um, that, you know. You're like, man, am I really going to like mess this up? If I do mess this up, what are people going to think about me? Um, but no, she did really, really well. I'm really impressed. And I, I really, I really like her as an actress. I don't know what her name is though. Um, bah, 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 bah. another thing that I liked about this movie is, you know, the, the writing and the acting isn't campy at all. Her name is Phoebe Waller-Bridge. That's her name. She, she yeah, she I liked her. She was she was really really good. I I enjoyed her in this movie. Sala, Sala. That's his name. That's his name from The Last Crusade. That's my fault. Uh so you we get Marion, we get Sala, um and I think those were the only yeah, those were the two only OGs that we got from the, you know, from the first movie. We didn't get Short Round, even though that he wasn't technically in the first movie. He was in the second movie. Um, the Temple of Doom, which I got to say is probably one of my favorites because it's kind of like a darker, grim sort of version for it. And it's technically, if you want to go chronologically, it is the first movie of the Indiana Jones franchise because he seems a little bit more arrogant than um, himself in The Last Crusade. Um, Bezel, Bezel Shaw, Toby Jones, that is the guy that played uh, Artem Zola in the uh, Captain America Marvel Cinematic Universe he did really well as well. Um, they, they, the writing isn't campy. You're definitely, if you want to see a good movie this summer, it's, this is, this is something that you want to go for. Um, I do have to say though, that this is, uh, from, let's just say three days ago, three days ago, I'm looking on the internet right now. And it looks like uh, Indiana Jones 5 finally passes its budget for the actual movie. And if I'm looking at it right now, the budget for this movie was $300 million. And only three days ago, 
it can't, it passed it. And this movie got released June 30th of 2023, and it's July 19th of 2023. So, yeah, that's a that's that's definitely a a long long time to pass the budget and i think um it's it's basically from what i'm seeing right now it's basically considered a um a box office a box office flop and that's for a lot of movies this summer too um we had the flash the flash i liked it um if you any of you guys have seen it um i would like to hear what you guys think about it but as for me, I liked it. A lot of people didn't like it, but I did. And I also liked the Indiana Jones movies. I also saw No Hard Feelings. I liked it. Um, no, it's it's definitely a lot nicer than um, Dial of Destiny is definitely a better send off than the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull which on here right now, I see 3.7 stars, and I see how many people? Ooh, excuse me. So the budget for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was $185 million. And I, I think I saw this movie when, oh man. When did this movie come out? This movie came out in 2008. I feel old now. Uh, I was born in 2003, and this movie came out in 2008. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, but no, it was. Uh, now I'm, I'm moderately impressed with this movie. And by moderately, I mean, that's a, yeah, no, by moderately, I mean, moderately impressed and, you know, 69% on Rotten Tomatoes and then a 6.8 rating for Indiana Jones five, Indiana Jones, the dial of destiny. It's, it's not far off. Um, let's, let's go, let's go through the ratings here for all these movies. So the last crusade um, it was made in 1989, okay, and with a box office debut of $474.2 million, this movie had a 8.1 out of 10 rating on IMDb, and then an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I don't see a budget on here for that. Um, let's move over to the Temple of Doom. The Temple of Doom was released May 8th, 1984, with a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb and a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes and a box office revenue of $333.1 million. I, I mean, out of all of them, this one is definitely my favorite. Actually, no, The Last Crusade isn't the first one. Sorry, that's my fault. I did did not do this right. Raiders of the Lost Ark is the first one, and that was released in 1981. 
That is completely my fault. I am sorry. Um, with the Raiders of the Lost Ark, it was released June 12th, 1981. Alfred Molina is in it, which if you guys didn't know, Raiders of the Lost Ark was his first ever film debut and I, I I thought that was crazy because he was a he was a theater kid. He was musicals and he was a whole bunch of other stuff like that. And then he decided to you know go into movies. And Raiders Raiders of the Lost Ark was his first movie that he was ever in. It was his film debut. And I know this guy from Spider Man, Spider Man Two, which is my all time favorite Spider Man movie. Um, actually, no, 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 no. Uh, my first ever, uh, my, my first, uh, favorite Spider-Man movie is probably No Way Home. Second is Spider-Man 2, but we're not talking about Spider-Man. We're talking about Raiders, uh, Indiana Jones. So with a release date on June 12th, 1981, the budget was $20 million dollars. And it had a box office revenue of $389.9 million and a IMDb rating of 8.4 out of 10. And then a Rotten Tomatoes score of 93%. I got to say for the first movie of this, you know, it was supposed to be a trilogy because at the end of The Last Crusade, they all, you know, ride off on their horses into the sunset And that would have been a, you know, that would have been a really good way to send off the heroes, you know, going off in, you know, going off into the sunset, winning, even though that they didn't get off with the Holy Grail. Uh, Temple of Doom, I think I already went through this one, 77%. Dial of Destiny is at a 6.8 out of 10 and a 69%. Where they don't have, oh man. They don't have um they don't have Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the best movie of the franchise. No, I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Calm calm down. Uh Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, it got a 6.2 out of 10 and then a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes with a budget of 185. It doesn't even say how much they made off of the box office. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you can definitely see a lot of ups and downs for the Indiana Jones movies, but I gotta say out of all of them, um, Temple of Doom is definitely my favorite. I want to know what you guys think about these movies. Uh, what order you guys, you know, would put these in from, uh, from your best to, you know, worst. For me, I'm going to have to do Temple of Doom, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Last Crusade, Dial of Destiny, and then Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Because I, I, I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory of why I did it in that order. But uh, no, that's that's... That's my way of thinking about it. I would like to know what you guys think about it, though. So, 
I think that's it for today's episode. Um, I'm excited to be back. And I'm excited for the new episodes for the future. Um, you guys probably won't hear from me again for till next week because we, uh, Owen and I are going to be watching Barbie and Oppenheimer both on the same day. And then we're going to have a lot to talk about. But uh, until then, I will see you at the cinema.